1: is out there in here who knows but either way we are opening up and closing up the bloom files here on a Show recaps and x files first watch slash rewatch podcast hello everybody mike bloom here for one final round of the blocks we have finished covering the first run of episodes of the x files but there was more to the story Unfortunately, I did not have the wherewithal to necessarily pursue those, but I brought in a tried and true storyteller to tell me what happened once that Pueblo blew up at the end of the X-Files <laughs> season nine. My co-host on this podcast, my co-host in life, the my molder partner to
0: your scully, the scully to your Mulder,
1: Exactly. The Skinner to my male pattern baldness, mm. all of the above, my partner on this scene and in life, Angela Bloom. Hey, hey. Hello.
0: Um, happy to be here.
1: Happy to be here. We have had an interesting couple of weeks. Yeah,
0: yeah, truly, we have. I'm actually surprised we're even talking about the X Files right now, and that I've made it through watching series ten and and eleven. And I did not watch the movie, but I remember it. So, uh, For-
1: fortunately or unfortunately, remember it. it is one of those like burned into your retina. It wasn't a
0: bad movie. It just wasn't worth rewatching. You know? Yeah, I
1: think we'll we'll get into it. But I, from what I hear, it was like some. It's a, it's a longer
0: monster. Yeah, it's a longer monster of the week episode.
1: So, <laughs> so no, like giant ass UFOs flying overhead, like in the first movie. No,
0: no, no, but um, you know, some special effects and all that. So, yeah, we're here to talk about the X Files, uh, motion picture X Files colon I want to believe, mm-hmm. and we are here to talk about the limited series run season, which then became season ten of six <laughs> episodes, um, and then season eleven. Uh, yeah, I say limited series run because when they first initially announced it, they called it an event series, kind of like what they did with the Twilight Zone and what they did with oh. a bunch of other stuff. It was just meant to be a mini series.
1: Yeah, like uh, Twin Peaks.
0: Yes, exactly. But they brought it back again
1: because it was just that popular.
0: I guess, right? You know, I mean, the way it ended is kind of like <laughs> uh, when it ended. I remember the this mini series season ten, the last episode. I remember going, what, <laughs> what because the f- season 9 or season 10 was or 9 was such a cliffhanger it was like wait again?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again
0: with the cliffhangers.
1: From the way that they ended uh, season 9 right of like the-, the truth and we never really knew what the truth was. Yeah. So yeah. they just continued that trend. So yeah, as Angela mentioned, basically we're talking about everything post 2001 yes. in the x-files like all the smatterings of things because the movie was what 2008 so it
0: came out in 2008 it was meant to be directly after the end of season nine i mean that would make a but lot they had a sense. lot of like <laughs> bureaucratic bullshit to deal with i My guess God.
1: and just imagine like oh you know what the kids are still talking about x-files six years later i think we i should mean put we out were we
0: we were you were. I, I was a, uh, you were a freshman in college. Freshman in college, and I was jazzed. You would put
1: your eyes on a young, nope, skinny didn't boy do that. with floppy hair named didn't, Mike Bloom. I
0: saw him. Yeah, you, you know, were like. That's a person.
1: Look at that. Like a human palm tree. Uh, so, Q-tip. Y- and then Seasons 10 and 11 came out in 2016 yes. and 2018, respectively. Oh, good years. Good years. Yeah, that's post-graduation. That was you and I in the throes of romance.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just you know no, track- we were married by then
1: yeah that was right after we got married <laughs> yeah. so we're charting our <laughs> lives onto the x-files
0: yeah no i those, those were that was like exciting to have that happen then and we um, can also
1: use this opportunity to do like a bit of wrap up on this series as well because as i alluded to this is the last podcast we are doing on the bloom files because it's done and dusted after we'll this see. i mean do you think there's going to be any other re-revivals they X-Files? talk about it a lot like really?
0: yeah so chris carter saying nothing's dead you know yeah, yeah, there could be more the whole issue i think now is that fox the purchase of fox by disney oh maybe you know like all of that that was going on when this was released i don't think it actually happened but did it is fox owned by disney yep, now? It, yeah oh, yeah so yeah, when the- this came out that was what w- was still happening mm. so they weren't sure what was going to happen so now it's technically a disney property so
1: do you think Mulder and scully are going to run into groot and the guardians of the galaxy i
0: do you think there's an or... animated series maybe they're thinking about doing? Oh, I was gonna Which say... would be a lot of sense because Gillian Anderson is quoted saying several, several times that this is it. Like she was like, this season 11, like I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. They, you know, there's a lot of uh, Chris Carter saying a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know? I'm
1: looking it up now in 2020 that apparently there was an animated spinoff that is. In the works called the X Files: Colon Albuquerque yeah. centers on quote an office of misfit agents who investigate cases exactly. too wacky, ridiculous, or dopey for Scully and Mulder. So essentially, lower X. The X Files, lower X.
0: They um no, I think that Chris Carter quoted saying a lot of times that like there's a lot of ideas around the X Files that don't necessarily need to involve Scully and Mulder, and that he thinks it could work. You know, like like you're saying, like with any sort of Star Trek spin-off. Yep. it doesn't have to be the same characters over and over again. <laughs> Until
1: they're like, ah! you know, they, they they sort of pulled a revival with Picard. They I did, point.
0: they did. But um, I think that he sees it as a prequel or, you know, a continuation in some other way. So um, yeah, it could happen. But it I, could happen. I think also the, what's so funny, and we're going to talk about it in season 10 and 11 is the COVID of it all probably has put a lot of stuff on pause because yeah. it's not like, super you know urgent or whatever that's why an animated series would work well because you don't have to do a lot of filming you don't Mm -hmm. have to get people together or whatever um but yeah let's dive right into it so let's start talking about i want to believe first yeah
1: let's talk about this because the one of the only touchstones i actually knew of the x-files is because again i was like old enough at this point that it was relatively on my cultural radar yeah 2008 yeah okay this is an x-files movie it like I i don't know if it takes place in alaska but i remember a remote snowy setting
0: that's the first movie
1: no, but I thought the second movie. also- Yeah, well, I
0: will say this: the first movie is the one that takes place in the snow in the glacier. But I do mm-hmm. think that there is a snowy setting in the second one. There's a lot of different settings in the second one. Yeah, I would um, imagine
1: they tried to. Yeah, so the the picture is uh, the the poster. Oh, you're remembering up, the poster. Yeah, the yeah, next yeah, In the snow.
0: Yeah, so the whole it's a weird one because it is a it's not a mythology movie except hmm. for the fact that like the characters themselves exist in the movie and you have to like know. About continue you know where do they leave off
1: interesting wait so it's a
0: monster of the week movie
1: so they never intended then to follow up on the stuff they set no. up in the finale
0: no interesting I think and perhaps they did when they first thought about making the movie but then as time went on like David Duchovny even is like quoted saying a lot of times like oh we're gonna go in a different direction with this one so that anyone who watched it would understand because it is so far removed from right. the it's, series.
1: I would imagine, yeah, maybe it's something where the script went through redrafts once it got yeah. put in limbo of, yeah. okay, this Nobody's going to know what's going on. Nobody but, has the finale top of mind mean, the, right now. I mean, the beginning
0: of the movie is sort of where are Scully and Mulder, and Scully, and this is where they are actually at the beginning of season 10 as well. They, oh, don't, okay. they go back to this sort of like holding spot, but Mulder's like a recluse. Like he's like living in the in a cabin. Like he's like off the grid vibe. Okay. um And- Sc- scully is working in a hospital a catholic like hospital like a catholic a, hospital yeah like you know like a um you know what i'm talking about like catholic hospital like a hospital
1: yeah a hospital i don't think i've heard of a catholic hospital before no
0: the, it's like a religion you know where like nuns are nurses and stuff oh gotcha yeah. gotcha i don't
1: know what that's i don't know what that's called yeah, like, other oh, than s- it's like, send him off to jay it's a cold blue
0: yeah i think it's um our lady of perpetual sorrow or something oh, like that <laughs> but um yeah she she's working there and basically the whole thing is about um them solving some sort of mystery around like this hospital and like oh, some sort of kid that has some disease and
1: Gibson praise part three <laughs>
0: maybe kind of yeah <laughs> but um it's it's kind of boring i mean it's the whole plot is um that they're the f FBI, some sort of woman from the FBI comes and there's um, a bunch of disappearances happening and Mulder and Scully are the only ones that can come in and save the day, basically.
1: I'm reading this now when an FBI agent is mysteriously kidnapped and a former Catholic priest who has been convicted of pedophilia claims to be experiencing (laughs) psychic visions of the endangered agent.
0: What? Yeah, it's all very. Why uh, are they? Why are they bringing that in there? It is a little bit religious, <laughs> if I recall like, correctly. I don't need to bring pedophilia into the X That was 2008. That was like huge. Like, yeah, but like that was I'm, a big deal. I had
1: experienced it enough with freaking. Uh, what's his name's
0: kid? I guess so. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's all there is to really say about this, other than you know they are able to you know solve the mystery as much as possible. Um you know and that's it and then they're off they're off just living their lives
1: interesting so this was just more so an extended episode of the x-files colon the movie than correct
0: yeah it was just like an episode of the (laughs) x-files
1: oh look at at these i'm I'm wondering amanda pete was in this amanda pete as special agent in charge dakota Mm -hmm. whitney yeah
0: so that was fun you know they did have some like stunt casting which is cool Um, billy Connolly. Yeah, as one of the, um, as the father.
1: AKA, is that is that Billy Bones? She is Billy Bones. From Muppet Treasure Island. Mm-hmm. Exhibit.
0: <laughs> a yeah.
1: Special Agent Mosley Drummy. I mean, that's an incredible name, but yeah. also Exhibit did acting? I don't know that.
0: Well, and I will say that while we did have a lot of, you know, we had Mulder, we had Scully, we had Skinner that was really it from the original cast we didn't have any Reyes we didn't have any Doggett yeah
1: so what was the story about that was it just like well we want to get back to basics yeah was it it, okay I didn't know if it was Robert Patrick and and what's her name Annabeth Gish Annabeth Gish is
0: in season 10 and 11 so what don't even get me we'll get there oh no (laughs) but so I don't know necessarily what happened with Robert Patrick other than it was probably like he just wasn't available or interested or it Mm -hmm. didn't wasn't relevant to his you know because they kind of go their separate ways so I just think it would probably would have clouded things but um yeah i don't know it's it's fine watch it if you want don't if you don't
1: yeah i think some people in the show recounts patreon discord had watched it and they're like i don't now i remember why i didn't watch it. they're like i don't think i should have yeah
0: it just reminds you as to like why movies don't always have to be made of tv shows you know what i mean like there's always the six seasons in a movie of it all. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes a movie is not the way to go. Like X-Files is an episodic type of thing.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm looking at this. Rotten Tomato scored 31%. Yeah,
0: because it was boring. And, and then so they made it like an episode of the X-Files for, for the commoner. Like they were mm. like, we're going to make it a little bit easier to digest for other people. But then the people that were going to see it were not other people. They were the fans. Right. And then there was nothing for the fans. And so they
1: were like, <laughs> yeah, why are you doing this again? uh Should be noted here. So this released on July twenty fifth, two thousand eight. Apparently released a week after the Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Bad choice.
0: Well, I don't think they had any. I don't think they had, probably didn't have any say in that. Well, yeah, of course not. Yeah. Bad
1: choice on Fox's part. Yeah, really. <laughs> to be like, uh, you know what? I think this Batman movie. I don't know if people are gonna come see this one now. Yeah. The X Files, six years after it got canceled. People are, gonna, people are
0: gonna see it for sure <laughs>
1: yeah exactly so that's the x-files i i want to believe and you know basically it's from what i'm reading right it seemed like carter had sort of said like oh there was a you know impossible other movie that yeah. i want to make and then that i guess transmitted into this the this mini one. series yeah
0: yeah so he he always wanted it to be three movies and mm-hmm. so after this movie really did not do well, he was like, I don't know if there's a spot for a third movie, but I left it open. And then it kind of transmitted into like what they're, I would call it like a mini series. Like he called it an event series.
1: Yeah. So how did this come about? Now, I guess this is sort of in the midst, maybe actually around 2016 is when we, mm-hmm. we, the reboot craze. The reboot of, craze. Yeah. The reboot and sequel craze sort of began. So but was there any particular like, I don't know reason why, or was it just Chris Carter approached Fox and they're like, yeah, I think enough time has passed that we can do it.
0: I think he'd probably been wanting to do it since 2008 is my guess. Cause mm-hmm. that's him. He just wants to keep going, keep going. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that it's, it's what, 14 years after the end of the ninth season, seven years after the end of the film. I, you know, I think that it's just enough time has passed that we can take a fresh look at things maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say right from the jump, and if you have not seen season ten or season eleven, spoiler alert: um, the entirety of season ten is a premonition. It's a dream. What? <laughs> um, hold on. But uh, yes,
1: you you have to be kidding me. You
0: I don't want to say. Well, let's let's backtrack. It's not the entirety, I don't think, but a, a good portion of it. The end. I'll start from the end. The end of season. 10, mm-hmm. the event series, the six episode arc ends with us l- basically looking into Scully's eye. And the only reason we know that this is a premonition of the future is in season 11 when she wakes up from a coma and everything is what it was before. Okay,
1: so this entire mini series, yeah. they said it's not canon. N-
0: well, it is canon, but it's.
1: Oh, it's but it's something that. is
0: going to happen that they now have to fix. Because, well, and he, let me hit you with this one. Please. Uh, the Syndicate and okay. the Cigarette Smoking Man are here. Cigarette Smoking Man. He, nope, he he's, got, a he's he got, alive. He's <laughs> alive. he got vaporized yeah. by a missile. Yeah, so he's going through a lot of reconstructive surgery. And guess who his right hand gal is? One, Monica Reyes. No, she turned? <laughs> she kind of turns. I think that they try to redeem her in season 11 too. But um, the entirety of this first six episode arc, mm. when we're talking mythology, that's we can talk about Monster of the Week stuff separately. Yeah. When we're talking about mythology is about this global pandemic. Woof. Yeah, it is actually truly wild. And there is a character called Tad, okay. who is played by Joel McHale.
1: Oh that's fun. Oh I I remember hearing that Joel McHale is going to be Joel on Yeah, Joel
0: McHale is in this and he's a main character in this first three this first oh, wow. season and he basically plays this like conspiracy theorist internet vidi vlogger.
1: Okay, so he essentially is like all the Lone Gunmen molded yes, into one yes. person. Yes. except
0: that he's insanely popular and insanely rich and like he has pinpointed Mulder and Scully as the people who are gonna help him actually make an impact because he's actually found something real, which is that the entirety of the the population has been implanted with DNA from aliens mm-hmm. through smallpox vaccinations. Yep,
1: and, and they're like been there, done that.
0: And the entire conspiracy of aliens colonizing the the world is not true. It's just that we've been using alien DNA and alien technology to basically bring about a worldwide pandemic when we choose to
1: interesting okay so it essentially overwrites the stuff about colonization or no
0: it not overwrites it it just says that that was kind of a lie that they were using to you know cloud what was really going on
1: which is essentially like being able to commit biological warfare correct
0: yeah and so there will be a select few that are safe and you know for example scully she has the alien dna that makes her safe she is okay but Miller um,
1: theoretically should as well. Didn't he inject himself with that? That's how he became psychic for a hot second.
0: No, but I think when he came, remember he came back and he was like normal yeah. human again. But, um, yeah. So the cigarette smoking man is the main villain again. He's like the guy who how, how? I, know, like I know I know
1: finger in a jar. Well,
0: if you look up pictures of him from the season, he's yeah. like pasted. Uh, like stuff is like basically glued onto his face to make him look like he's like completely scarred oh like God, he looks okay. like a puffy monster
1: she blocked you now and now I have to look this up um
0: but yeah so and he it's funny because the the arc of the series season 10 and season 11 are um basically there's four episodes that are um uh the way they say them it's like One is narrated by Mulder, one is narrated by Scully, one is narrated by cigarette smoking man. Oh, and it's it sort of gives you a good overview of what. um,
1: Oh yeah, I see it now. Oh, there's oh there's just flat out parts of his face. Yeah, sorry, Mike is
0: googling this and it's distracting me because it's alarming face. But, um, yeah. So basically, that's the you know that's the that's the overarching situation. So the mythology
1: of season ten is that essentially cigarette smoking man is like is he bringing back the syndicate or is it just, no? it's just, just him? Yeah. It's just him being like, Hey, I'm going to unleash a pandemic. And there the is,
0: there is somebody else from the syndicate that we, that we meet as well as, um, that Mulder meets and basically is like, we're not with that guy, but like, just be aware this is happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's trying to bring on the apocalypse, except that he's going to save a few people. The other thing that I feel like is like, I, I, uh, Burying the lead a little bit oh, no. is that William ties into this whole thing.
1: All right, because you had so, told me that he does come back under a different name, right? Under a pseudonym. Well, no, he was adopted. He well, comes yeah, back in guess... adopted name <laughs> 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 wasn't <in> a pseudonym. I remembered you before you. So you don't see, you
0: don't meet William in season ten. You okay. only hear about him. But mm-hmm. the whole thing is that Scully believes that her and her and this, there's these other two agents. Rob, what's his name? Robert Amell. The guy oh. from Upload.
1: Oh, Robbie, Robbie Amell is yeah, in the so X-Files? Yeah,
0: so there's this two agents that appear named uh, Agent Einstein, which is funny. And she Jesus has red Christ. hair, Jeez. and she's a scientist and a medical doctor, and then Robbie Amell, who is, um, who is the Mulder. And they're like, th- it's funny, because they appear at one point, and it's like, they're the opposites of each other. Mm-hmm. But... Basically, the the whole first episode is... Oh,
1: Einstein's played by Lauren Ambrose from Six Feet Under. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's actually... They're very good characters. And and he is Agent Kid Miller.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) They call him Agent Miller and Agent Einstein, but their names are funny. Um, But yeah, so basically they have come as like the new whippersnappers on the scene. Um, Mm. But um, at the beginning of this, Mulder and Scully are not in the FBI. She's working at the hospital, and he's in his little house, and he looks terrible,
1: I remember you talking to me yeah, about this because so, I did
0: make you watch one episode from the first arc, which we can which we can definitely
1: talk about. But you said so he,
0: he had, looks good in that one, and but at the first episode, no, he looks like California, Californication, like big ass beard, beard, like weird sunglasses because he's like basically a hermit, like, like living the in the woods. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's off the grid.
1: So what calls him back is it? Is it they this reopen
0: thing? the X Files? Okay, and so then they just they kind of just like yada yada over that just for the nature of like let's get. Like, let's get back into it. Mm-hmm. And so that's how they get back into it. But yeah, Scully and Mulder are, haven't seen each other in a while. They're not really together. They're kind of... She's worried about him because he's gone off the deep end. Like yeah, he's,
1: so in terms of the movie, and I guess this mm-hmm. as well, because, you know, they end in each other's arms. Do they just not really mention that? What
0: like, do you mean? The end of the series? End of, this, end of season nine. nine yeah, yeah, no, they do. They mention it. They just kind of mention that, like, they gave it a shot, that, like, things didn't... You know, that there was too much baggage and too much drama. And I think also like Mulder went off the deep end a little bit. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that they're,
1: he's on the deep
0: end. Like they're close, close friends, but like not together romantically mm-hmm. at this point in season 11. They are, they are like living together.
1: Sorry. That song is in my head because Angela, <laughs>
0: Our son is, likes that song. Yeah,
1: you had it on the car. And- it just
0: came on the radio, and our son starts singing in the back and <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> of so, all songs to be into. Lady
1: Gaga. All you, you can have 99 people hate your music and just have one little two-year-old child like He loves it. it. That's all that matters. He loves
0: it. But, but yeah, so I, I know we're kind of talking all over the map here, and hopefully that's not annoying to everybody involved. But um, yeah, so they kind of rekindle their partnership mm-hmm. Um, and they they jump right back into it very easy it's very fun to watch them again like just their repartee
1: yeah they're... so the
0: episodes where it's not myth focused are the better ones of season 10 mm-hmm.
1: so the one that you had me watch because you were watching yeah, let's talk about that now Because you were watching these seasons and you're like there's one episode that i want you to watch i know the exercise of this podcast is for like you to tell me. But it was like,
0: I forgot how funny it was and like how much you loved Clive Bruckman, how much you loved, you know, Jose Chung's from Outer Space. Yeah. Like, and that is Mulder and Scully meet the Were Monster. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which is it's the, like, a,
0: it's like the best episode of The X Files. It's so good. Yeah.
1: So it's, it's the third episode of the 10th season. I mean, it's also got some luminaries behind it, right? It's written by Darren Morgan, who is behind some of the those other episodes ones, yeah. that, that we talked about. But God, I got to say, this takes w- you on a trip. I mean, this was the most fucking ridiculous plot <laughs> so I think stupid. I've seen from anything in quite some time.
0: It took you on a trip because at first you think it's like, oh, this guy turns into a lizard at night. It's just, you're like, oh, it's just a werewolf. Yeah, yeah. Thing. So,
1: so let's let's talk to the episode briefly. I'll I'll, I'll we'll do a mini recap. Yeah, here. you do your recap. Yeah. So basically, there is uh a, they we believe that th- there's like a lizard-esque monster who is terrorizing this town in what oregon or washington i think um, it is. i think in vancouver in vancouver yeah okay well might as well you know while you're there and so Mulder and scully are called in naturally to investigate but the big twist is initially like we get this we we see that the lizard person transforms. yeah they show you right away yeah it transforms into Reese Darby, who's just an incredible yeah. incredibly like he's that type of actor right it's like oh hey so everybody. absurd uh so incredibly absurd it transforms into him and so we think okay this is you know a werewolf situation were lizard where he is a human but then he transforms into a monster On and, the kill- and kills yeah. all these people because they're investigating all these murders yeah but it turns out via like an extended expo dump sequence that I yeah will, in again, a graveyard <laughs> is like bananas absurd (laughs) off the deep end to quote my son's new favorite song he is actually he is a were lizard but the reverse he's a reverse he's
0: a a were man (laughs) yeah he's
1: actually like is a lizard person but he was bitten by a man and so at the full moon he transforms into reese darby and it's just
0: and this is the yeah it's just it's hilarious it is
1: absolutely bonkers and the way he just explains things like <laughs> and
0: he sells it i mean i don't yeah. know if anybody else could have sold this you know yeah, it has but, to but be that kind of person it's so
1: much fun to do the tropes like you know when you're a werewolf and you have like the craving for meat uh it was like oh he got transformed from a lizard he's usually an insectivore but like now he craves burgers uh, yeah like, and has, h- like, i like how
0: he talks about like uh you know when you turn into a werewolf like you you get this animalistic, criminal, like primal nature to you, but when you turn into a man for the first time, you just need to go get a job. Yeah, exactly. And like you the, need to hate your life. The need
1: to have clothes and the, like, yeah. yeah the, the need to get a. The need to. He wants to quit his job, but then he can't. He has to keep his job because he needs a mortgage and
0: four hundred one k, whatever that is. Like, yeah,
1: that's the thing as well. Is that it's done so well is because again, this is just a lizard. This is a base like, yeah. cold-blooded creature who is now like, okay, I'm a man. I have these And the instincts. way he runs
0: through the woods as a lizard is probably one of the best things I've ever seen. Yeah, so now
1: all the times that we see him, it was actually our first thing where, like, we see him, you know, yelling in the mirror to himself, like, you disgust me. You're a monster. But actually, it was the lizard yelling it to the man yes. transformed version of himself. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then there's the character of um, Kumal Yeah, Kumal Nanjiani, yeah. who
1: was a huge fan of the X-Files. He had done his X-Files yes. podcast, which It's sort of like, I think, the way we did things where I don't think it was...
0: It wasn't like episode by episode. No, I
1: think they just sort of hopped around, but he was a huge fan, and so they brought yeah, him he in nerded to play out hardcore <laughs> a role here. So he initially comes on as an animal control you officer. You think he's just like
0: a bit character.
1: Yeah, like he's a fraidy cat, you know, he's... The, he's the, over his
0: job because it's too hard because of all this bullshit. But like, it
1: turns out that he is a mass murderer. Yeah, he's just a,
0: like he's just a crazy person who likes to kill people and eat them.
1: And so he was the one that bit Reese Darby's lizard yes, man. Exactly.
0: exactly. So um, there's it, also a dog named Degoo, which is... Cat. I love the dog. So Scully gets a new dog. Yeah,
1: so there was just like the entire entire sequence. Like, and I it was, was like... I was, so I was having fun with this episode. And then there's just the extended sequence where Mulder tracks down Reese Darby's character. Because we should also yeah. mention here that this is one of those times where Mulder has a crisis of faith, right? This is his little monologue. Yeah, the monologue. beginning
0: of the episode is, is Mulder saying... Um, going through all of the old X Files, basically being like everything that we thought was unexplained, it, 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 they explained it in the yeah. fourteen years since we've been on the air. Which
1: leads to an interesting point overall about seasons ten and eleven, because of course the big question, right, is like how,
0: how can you do this?
1: now? How can you do this now? We're with cell phones and technology mm-hmm. and everything, and from in my some understanding, ways you can't. And from my understanding, that's heavily lampshaded throughout this series. Yeah, right?
0: exactly. Because I do think that they, 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 they talk about it a bunch of times. Like you can't. And Chris Carter's even quoted saying, like, how did we do this now? Like, it's there's something there's a few articles out there, too, that were really well written about how, you know, there's a love for the old X-Files because of how absurd it is that there are these like people in bad 90s clothing just wandering around solving murders and like sending faxes and like not having cell phones and it's just like wild to think about in these days but yeah like Mulder puts an app on his phone in this episode that continuously takes pictures because he's even said in the beginning like why isn't anybody taking a picture of this thing yeah like we all have cell phones now you know and I like the opening scene where he is sitting at the desk like going through all his old case files like what were we doing? Like, what were we doing? Not everything has been explained. Google exists now. There's yeah. no mystery to life.
1: Yeah. I mean, Mulder <laughs> has a camera phone from the episode I saw.
0: Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no, well, he has a camera phone and an app that takes continuous pictures on that camera phone.
1: Yeah. Which seems like that you don't really need an app for that. But Mulder is an, an older fuddy guy. at this he point. Is. But I yeah. I also um, mention with, with not that much shade towards David Duchovny, I would say Gillian Anderson aged more gracefully of the two. How dare you! I mean, he looks a little pudgy.
0: He looks a little like he looks fine. His, his... You kept saying that. I just think I think that's... for me it's
1: the hair. Like I was so used to the the nineteen nineties like kind of floppy hair. You're just and... not
0: used to modern de Yeah,
1: modern de kind of has it like you didn't watch back. that
0: show Aquarius, right? No, I that did not. That was such a good show. But didn't
1: that show? to also take place like in the 70s so it wasn't even yeah but it was the same it was
0: the aged actor like right (laughs)
1: but like i don't know if he had styled himself you know
0: he looked like he did this but i will say in the beginning of this season he didn't look good and then so when he looks like this you're like oh it's an improvement yeah i guess maybe i need to put together (laughs)
1: bomber molder before anything
0: but yeah there's a lot of easter eggs in this episode too there's him throwing pencils at the poster Mm -hmm. and the two stoners at the beginning were the same two stoners that were in um the other episode that took place in vancouver Um, You know, so there's a lot of, you know, stuff in here that was meant for the the series like been, you know, like the the uh, hardcore x filers I mean, even David Duchovny in a red Speedo, you know, like he's sleeping in a red Speedo. It's like he that's what he wore in that one scene in the pool, you know, like, yeah,
1: it's interesting. And I believe, you know, when we come upon two people huffing paint in the forest you know that's those what are... i was just
0: saying the stoners yeah
1: that's that's what i yeah but like yeah. i i like that is that something that recurs throughout the season no. as well oh, okay so it's only really just this no it's episode. really
0: only in this episode that they like they hit it hard with the the easter eggs and i mean even he is his ringtone is the x-files theme song yeah, which like, is just
1: like completely i think it's the... cute yeah i mean this this absolutely stretches like the incredulity of the reality of this world but i i loved it that, yeah the entire sequence of of Reese Darby's character explaining what happened to Mulder, like, I was giddy with just how goddamn ridiculous And then just it is. takes
0: turns, and he's just like, no, I'm a man, but I used to be a lizard. And I turned into him, and it's like, what's happening? But yeah, so that's that's the one that Mike watched, and he liked it. Um,
1: I liked it. I'm sad to hear that this was the high point of the I don't season. want
0: to say it's the high point. It was just the... Um, the most succinct episode, the one Mm. that was like the most like easy to digest without having to think about an arc or what that meant or whatever. Yeah. So like, I think that uh, the, the rest of the episodes and we can talk a little bit about this now is the, my struggle, my struggle one, my struggle two and my struggle three.
1: sounds like scrubs episodes. Well, so it's
0: the first episode of season 10, the last episode, the first episode of season 11, 11, the last episode of season 11, each one narrated by, you know, Mulder, Scully, cigarette smoking man, whatever. Um, and so the whole thing is after this episode, the last three or the last two episodes of the season are about this pandemic. That's about, you know, the, the contagion has been released. Mm-hmm. They try, they're trying to stop it. Everyone's getting sick. Scully's the only one who's not getting sick. And we get a um, Skinner kind of being held up by the cigarette smoking man and Reese, like in a car. And he, he's told some very important information that William is the key to all of this because he has the alien DNA. So he, they need to find William Skinner needs to tell them where he is. Jeffrey Spender knows where William is.
1: Oh, right. He's still around. Now does he, he looks
0: so much better. They give him like a little bit more of a, like a facelift. But, but he
1: is still like, he's
0: deformed, but he's like fine looking. He, he doesn't need <laughs> to take off his nose. No. And so he is the one that's going to tell Scully the information. So she, he's able to tell Scully his, his last name, like this. This is his last name. This is where, you know, that's how you'll find him. Um, while in the car, though, Skinner is told by cigarette-smoking man how Scully became pregnant. Mulder is not the father of William. What? Um, they did. They had sex and everything and, like, considered him, like, the this father. But do you remember that episode where the cigarette-smoking man kidnaps Scully and takes her to the lake? Yes. Uh, remember when she wakes up in the bed and she doesn't know what happened? No. He artificially inseminates her. No. Yep. Uh-huh. No. No. He's the father. No. <laughs> he's, no. He's the daddy. No. The cigarette smoking no, man is the daddy no. of William.
1: I am going to jump through <laughs> I know, I like this I waited this long to tell you because right. I was like,
0: at least we'll have 35 minutes of content. My
1: skin is <laughs> crawling. You cannot be serious.
0: Oh, I'm dead serious. No. Why did they do that? <sighs> I don't know. It was upsetting to us all. Incre-
1: I mean... First of all, for so many reasons. First, the implication that Scully essentially was like raped. Yeah. I
0: mean, well, scientifically raped. Yeah, but still like, there was not due yeah. to her consent. Nope. Mm-mm.
1: That, and then secondly, that this freaking
0: guy is like a goddamn
1: Johnny Appleseed just yeah. having sex with everybody. Yep.
0: Well, and putting his semen everywhere is like wild. So yeah. technically, William and Mulder are brothers. I'm going to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> but um, in season 11, they kind of, they dial it back a little bit. They don't, um, you know, Mulder, we do meet William. His name is Jackson. So
1: how old is he at this point? Is he like 14, a, 15? He's like a yeah, he's like a teenager. Hey, what are you doing,
0: mom? But the problem is that he is having a lot of issues because he has powers. So you know how they took away his powers? They didn't really take away his powers. Okay, so, he, so he was like temporarily blocked Yeah, the exactly. Magnesium. And so he now has all these different powers, one of which is where he can like change forms, like he can shapeshift. shapeshift? He He's can, like one of the
1: alien bounty hunters?
0: Kind of. So there's a few times where he... There's one point that's a really sweet scene. He uh, shapeshifts into Mulder and tells Scully like from as Mulder that like he spoke to William and William loves her, even though she couldn't be there for him. And it's really Aww, sweet. That's really nice. And then, um, you know, so he, the issue is that Jackson is running because people are coming after him because obviously he's the cure to all of this. And so, um, you know, Scully at one point even says like, I'm not really his mother, you know, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm his biological mother, but I didn't raise him. I, you know, we need to move on, but he, uh, they're going to let him go. Basically he's going to, Jackson's going to disappear and Sculder, Sculder, Scully and Mulder are just going to let him go. But Cigarette Smoking Man doesn't want to have that. At the, at the end of the season, they're standing on a dock and Jackson is disguised as Mulder. Cigarette Smoking Man shoots him in the head.
1: Thinking that it's Mulder. Thinking
0: that it's Mulder. And then Mulder shoots cigarette smoking man in the head. They both fall into the water, but at the end of the season, Jackson gets out of the water, so he is alive.
1: Okay, but the cigarette smoking man is supposedly. yes. I mean, listen, never this say man die. Never, literally, never dies. So,
0: but yeah, that's kind of how that ends. Um, we also end the season on um, a little bit of a. Um, there was an episode in season eleven where they do have coitus. They are together. They're basically living together in Mulder's little hut at one point. And um, Scully's pregnant with Duchovny's kid. Eee. No, I mean that's like they—they're together. They're gonna have a baby. It's like their baby. It's not okay. like an artificially inseminated I mean, anything. I mean, but it will like, have alien DNA because she has alien DNA. Now I'm just on edge about like. No, that we saw them have. We saw them not like have sex, but we saw them like get get busy with it.
1: So nobody like snuck in with no. a turkey baster no. at the last second, and now she's no. A robot. This is
0: confirmed. Their child. Um, But yeah, so that's that's kind of like the overarching mythology is that the first six episodes show you what the future will be, which is a global contagion taking everyone out and that they run out of time because they need to find William to make the anecdote Uh, To save everyone, including Mulder, who is dying in the car. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, then the season 11 is how they backtrack to not get to that future. Basically, like, let's try to avoid this future. And and we can assume that because they've taken out all these different syndicate people and like people who are going to put it into motion that it's not going to happen. But um, that's kind of what the overarching mythology is. There are a few fun episodes. I don't know if you want to discuss them. Yeah, so bring some up. So there is a uh, lone gunman appearance. But but but, <laughs> but no 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 yeah. So uh... <laughs> I was
1: like, did they just did they just, just undo everything?
0: <laughs> no no they they didn't undo everything. But um, they it's Langley. It's just Langley, and he was part of a. I guess I don't even I don't even know what to call it, but a. Like experiment within the government of some kind, um, the episode is titled uh, "This," um, and it's a ver- it's a virtual consciousness of Langley, which is part of an NSA simulation designed to come to life when the participants die. So it's a very black mirror. They did a few black mirror esque episodes. I don't oh, know really? if you write about that, but no, I haven't heard. About they do that. it really well too. And so basically, he he's contacting Mulder and Scully to shut him down because the NSA has taken him and what we can assume other smart people mm-hmm. uploaded their consciousness to the simulation to use them after they die to like help solve things and, and make bombs and like destroy the world basically. Oh my God. And so he wants that to like, end. so that was a cool episode. Cause it's like a very like heady concept of, Afterlife and consciousness and yeah. reality, and, and I
1: like that. I mean, that's the sort of mix of science and faith that is. And you cute, get, you do see
0: Langley, and like a, he basically like is in a cell phone, like what he's he's like his face shows up, and he's like Mulder, Scully, where am I? Like it's like I one think more you, Man, yeah, like I think you know me as Langley, you know, like oh really <laughs> creepy. <laughs> I had a name once, Langley. Yeah. There's a few other episodes I that are fun. like
1: Garth from Wayne's World.
0: Um, the Lost Art of Forehead Sweat is a really fun one. What? <laughs> it's a Mandela effect type of thing, like perceived reality vibe. We don't need to go into okay. too much detail there. Um, then there's one that I'm not even going to tell you the title. It's just a bunch of letters and numbers. That's like the Black Mirror one. It's basically Mulder and Scully are dining at a fully automated sushi restaurant mm-hmm. that uh, the robots go nuts.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that's fun. <laughs> I mean, I
1: do wonder. Yeah, to that point, like when it came to sci-fi, like Black Mirror, they was, were able
0: to do so much more. Yeah,
1: it was going on at the same time, so it's like, do we do we journey outside of that?
0: Yeah, and then they they have the other ones that are like very familiar to us, the witchcraft and sort of like occult esque, like small town mm-hmm. murder vibe ones. Um, but yeah, I think that it's they're worthwhile seasons to watch if you like the X Files. They, I think, knowing that season eleven comes. After season 10 makes the, all the difference because when I watched season 10, I was furious because it was only six episodes. First of all, I knew it was a mini series um but they resolved nothing and created more and yeah. it was like it was so frustrating and so i was like there has to be more like they have to do another that, season that's now that's the
1: problem that comes to me with like reboot and sequel series is that they feel like to create drama they have to undo stuff that happened and sometimes like it was yeah. controversial stuff that they want to undo but at the same time like it also feels a little i don't know consequential that they are putting the bots on things that had happened beforehand like that is ridiculous the the William origin stuff yeah that that that,
0: that's one of the big points for me that's a sticking point because I don't feel that it was necessary absolutely not no you know like he has alien TNA and that's the whole point of trying to find him in season 11, because he's going to be the cure for this contagion that the cigarette and fine. Have the cigarette smoking man come back, like whatever.
1: But the thing is like he cigarette smoking man has sort of his own propriety. Anyway, he is technically by blood. If more, the father, he's the grandfather. So like he could still make that claim and there still could be drama there and you don't have to make him the direct father.
0: Right. Yeah. I guess it's all about him having control, but we should also talk about how Monica Supposedly dies.
1: Yeah. So okay. So talk to me about this. So she has uh, like a heel turn into a double heel turn. Essentially. So in the
0: first, the problem is in in season ten, the six episodes, she has. Partnered up with him because he is going to give her and whoever you know she says the cure, like he's going to save okay, her, you know. Gotcha. So she's like, she's trying to save Scully and Mulder. She's trying to do what's right. But done it's that
1: like, song and dance before. I mean, she hasn't really interacted with them, so she doesn't know that. Like, everyone... she also
0: hasn't been in touch with them for years and years and years. So like, and has she, But she's still. Has she, has she been working for the FBI? No, okay. she leaves the FBI. She's like running her own thing. So. That's, like, a confusing bit as well. They don't dive deep enough into, like, why, what's her deal? Um, And then the fact that none of that happened. You know, season 10 didn't happen yet. So then when we meet her in season 11, she she never met up with Scully. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas in season 10, she did meet up with Scully, but none of season 10 happened. Yeah. So So it's hard to wrap your head around. And then I guess at the end, she tries to basically... Um, she's in the car with cigarette smoking man and he's trying to get her to kill Skinner. Mm-hmm. She tries to swerve. The cigarette smoking man doesn't. So Skinner is run over by a car, supposedly dead. Um, Coming home from
1: my house Christmas Eve.
0: Yeah, so Skinner might be dead. Monica might be dead. Because then Monica definitely is dead, I think. Because the cigarette smoking man shoots her. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... The... Well, I don't
1: know. Remember when he shot his own son? I and know, his I son know. son was alive?
0: But I think that Carter has said that monica's dead but he said skinner could be dead
1: skinner's role in all this like obviously he's gonna play his role as the boss but like does does he get in on the action
0: yeah so his whole role is again another one that i don't love where he kind of like is playing both sides at one point again yeah i think that he just doesn't know what to do ever with the cigarette smoking man like how do you like this guy is holding you by the you know by the balls basically
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah, so Interesting. That's all incredibly interesting. Okay. So do you have any th- other fun details from the not rest of the I, X-Files? that I
0: wrote down. The, everything that I wrote down, we talked about. Okay. Um. So let's let's give some overall thoughts
1: then. I guess now that we sort of talked about that, we can say, well, we're not going to talk about that. But let's look back on the X-Files and look back on our viewing experience. Did you like being my Sherpa?
0: I did. Um. I wish that there were episodes that you saw that you didn't see. And I wish that... You know, we could watch them all, but the time will not allow.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, it's it's not to say that I won't go back and look at things. It's just I won't go back and look at things and then talk about them on a microphone. I
0: agree. Yeah. That's why we watched the episode last night where I was like, you you should watch this just for fun. That was definitely for me when I was watching. Like,
1: oh, like, I'll admit it was like, oh, it's nice to watch an episode and not have to write down notes.
0: I know. Yeah, that's I, I do think at one point you should do a rewatch where you're just watching to watch. But. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that for me, I love The X Files. I still love The X Files. Mm-hmm. I will probably rewatch The X Files over and over and over again until I die. <laughs> um. But I will say it was, it, it's strenuous to have to like uh, watch it and then talk about it and yeah. like explain stuff. No, but... it's
1: a bit of a marathon. We did it for over a year and then some, basically. And sometimes
0: you just love something because you love it and there's like, I. I won't have to explain it.
1: <laughs> That's the thing is that I think that this show was not flawless, but the vibes that it had were just a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and, and for me, you know. I... And
0: I don't care about stuff that like some people might care about, like cinematography and like or, effects. Yeah, and... or even or even like <laughs> plot stuff. Yeah, plot. Con- like if it's not like congruous or like doesn't make sense, like who cares?
1: Yeah, exactly. For you, you're more about like, can I put this on and just like, hang out with the show enjoy it yeah exactly so that being said i i did i do think yeah when when you're in the more meticulous note-taking process of like let's talk things through that's when it became a little tougher especially a lot of the the mythological mm-hmm. arc based stuff it's just so confusing it's it really feels like like not even coming full circle it's like you you come around and then you like suddenly make a left turn and then a right yeah. turn and then another turn of okay this was what was happening but now it's not right. and it's actually this but now it's not this and it's actually this i
0: think that that's like the biggest feedback anybody can give about the x-files is that you don't know yeah. What the truth is, <laughs> well, the,
1: but the thing is that the truth
0: I, is out there you want to believe, but we still don't know. Aliens also, are real though.
1: Yeah, aliens are real. I can also give some forgiveness to Chris Carter too because this is not the world where, you know, you have showrunners of these shows yeah. saying like, "Okay, we have a three-season plan, right. so we're going to work this through." we very much talked how Carter was really flying by the seat of his pants for most of this of, okay, I guess it's ending in season seven. Okay. I guess it's Uh, ending in season eight. Okay. I guess it's ending in season nine. Yeah. Which is
0: why up until season seven, it was very clear what was going on. And then it was like, we have to pivot. We have to pivot. We have to pivot. And even in this, these sort of arc episodes of season 10 and 11, it's again, he's still kind of just going with it.
1: Yeah. You're just kind of like treading water at a certain point. So not to say that I didn't enjoyed the stuff behind it. I mean, there were certainly some episodes that felt a little more slow-paced and like actiony right. and, and less so fun. But I could understand the intrigue that was there, and because I right. can also imagine at the time just how groundbreaking this was. You know, at a oh, time totally. where, where Alien Autopsy and like Fear of the Unknown was running so rampant to like actually well, bring that to network television. <laughs> it's actually
0: so wild that we were watching when I was watching ten and eleven. I was like, I forgot that this was about a global pandemic. Like. Yeah. It was scary to
1: watch. Yeah, absolutely wild. So I will say what really drove it forward for me was a couple of things. First was the writing. I think, you know, despite what I just said about the arc episodes, those Monster of the Week episodes were amazing. Really, really fun. Because
0: they're really well thought out, really well researched. I mean, sometimes you watch television nowadays and it's like, okay, we are going for these big, these big bullet points and then everything in between is like kind of like fluff, you know? Yeah. Especially with those you know, shows that have not been successful like uh, V for example Mm -hmm. or these other ones that are like big um, amazing, you know, special effects dramas. Um, You know, you end up just not having that sort of heart throughout and I think the X-Files does a good job at that.
1: Yeah, I think they had a really fun writer's room that is like okay, let's use this as a jumping off point. Again, when I came into this, my misconstrued information about this series was that it was all aliens all the time. So when I I watch episodes- Most of the
0: episodes that I love the most are not even about aliens. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) When we
1: watch things like Clyde Bruckman or, you know- Postmodern Prometheus. Exactly. When it's just about weird stuff in general, that honestly is when I enjoy the X-Files the most. Uh, It's odd to say that the alien show is at its best when it's not talking about aliens, but- I just like it because it allows these characters to explore new environments. You talk about things like postmodern Prometheus, where sometimes they explore like, you know, different special effects. Yeah, modes, or, or Like or... the episode where they did the, the you know, the one shot uh, on yeah. the boat as that was the Bermuda triangle mm-hmm. episode. So I really love those moments when they got experimental because it is such a blank slate of yeah. what the X-Files are like. It's not going to be, we only investigate extraterrestrials. It's just, Hey, here's a bunch of, crazy, weird crap. Well, that's the
0: other thing. I don't think you knew what the term X-Files was. No. And nope. it's just because it was all the cases nobody knew how to solve. So it could be literally anything. Yeah. So I loved, you
1: know, of course, my heart is, especially with the episodes that are funny right. above anything, like Jose Chung's and like... mine like, is
0: with those as well as the heart of yeah, it all.
1: But even like, like Bad Blood as well. Uh, it, it was a really... Just a really great time overall. I will admit, like you said, there were some weeks where it's like, all right, we're going to talk about these episodes, especially when it was... Kid those, stuff. Yeah, those <laughs> those arc-based episodes, or, yeah, where children are being harmed. But on the whole, I really enjoyed it. And But I think what drove it home at the end of the day were their performances. Yeah, the Spillian Mulder of it all. Yeah, I mean, Gillian Anderson is the MVP of the series, in my opinion. She
0: was, like, unknown when this show came out, too. It's,
1: and it's wild because she, you know has to sort of do the like the Grey's Anatomy thing of like trying to sell all this medical jargon that yeah. she has no idea what she's She's a talking. medical doctor. Yeah, but she has to sell that and then also on top of playing the character. But the stuff that she did, you know, particularly when it came to things around Faith. like Faith or like that you know the episodes when she was in the coma I thought were really interesting. The episodes
0: were I, one of the things that like if you talk if you say X-Files like one of the images that pops to my mind straight away is when Mulder is holding her in the hallway and she's in that white robe when she has cancer mm-hmm. and like the way that her face looks there is just like heartbreaking and yeah. like their relationship is like summed up in that that one still frame.
1: Yeah she did a really great job with particularly that arc with, with yeah. the Scully stuff with the cancer like mm-hmm. I just think she, and David Duchovny is no Coming to terms
0: either. to it and all that Yeah, David Duchovny does a great job. I mean, he comes off as, like, such a goof in the first season.
1: Yeah, it's so interesting because my impression of Duchovny had been, especially, again, my exposure to the X-Files had been through that Simpsons episode, was like, <laughs> yeah. and Duchovny doesn't do well as a voice actor, he just sounded very monotone, yeah. and I'm like, okay, is he supposed to be Well, he was probably dry?
0: phoning it in a Yeah, bit. is <laughs> he supposed
1: to be, you know, dry as wallpaper paste, but no, I mean, he actually is the wild card He's of the, the wild duo, card. and he had some moments too, you know, I know that he had personally asked for them, but, you know, monologues he would give over Scully's bedside, even that one uh scene that he did remember when he was like hypnotized and he was forced to pull upon repressed memories i thought was really good there's
0: a lot of substance to Mulder that he doesn't always get credit for but
1: yeah and and not to mention to also wrote and directed episodes so
0: did jillian anderson yeah talk about all things yeah
1: exactly so i really give kudos to both of them as well as like you know your mitch pledges of the world.
0: Mitch Pelleggi. Yeah,
1: even, even like, uh even Robert Patrick, you know, I oh, really, he
0: did a great job. Yeah, I, I mean, give a
1: lot of kudos to Doggett by the end for just being like this sort of pseudo normal guy. And also just on. like
0: being thrown into this world that like he clearly, I don't know if, if you want to say he was unwelcome, but like that the maybe that the the fan base didn't welcome him. So right, he was because like, it's like, we want Mulder back. <laughs> yeah. And so I think he did a good job just kind of making it the best he could possibly be.
1: I want to read something from Vivachi. Our listeners uh, were maybe small in number when it came to vocal support, but certainly mighty. And Vivachi was somebody who had certainly, you know, written a couple times in the discord. They sent in an email about their overall thoughts on the X-Files that I thought would be something fun to end on. So Vivachi says, The show really opened a few doors for me about life, culture, existence, and who you can trust. I absolutely adore everything the X-Files covered. The scope of the show is niche yet broad at the same time, which I thoroughly enjoy, meaning there are infinite amounts of supernatural activity occurring around the world throughout history, yet there are so few who perceive or believe in such matters. The X-Files does a fantastic job at shining a massive spotlight on all of those questions, with a significant focus on existential beliefs, which I absolutely resonate with and love. Scully's journey in particular makes me ooh and ah. Scully is someone who has faced death and the unknown in such realistic and unpredictable ways, and how she got through it and what she learned letting others into that circle of vulnerability really helped me learn the importance of embracing the journey of life that we are all in on. And even if something unexpected happens to us, to not give up, to hold on to our faith. Scully has a deep faith with her family, God, and her work, and Mulder especially. The human connection that draws them together and keeps them both their spirit and ambition to move forward is beyond inspiring. It transcends the theme of supernatural activity, and relates to a core we all feel as humans, a desire to understand and belong to a group of people and ideas. Whether it be friends or family, we all experience and yearn for the peace of understanding our life, and what it means to be here. I think that The X-Files does an amazing job highlighting that your journey is never set in stone, and you have many choices along the way to steer your trajectory of living where you please. At the same time, a mysterious force may give hints as to what the right choices are. I often do find fate and coincidence coinciding during my life personally, and it is a very interesting question of how much control we really have over the things that happen to us. I believe the X-Files is a prime example of this important question we all ask ourselves while we live, and I find that very touching and heartwarming. I do believe in God and the existence of the afterlife. I think there are aliens and other creatures besides us in the world. Ghosts can be real, I have no idea. The X-Files is a great space that does its best to keep us intrigued with what may come next while appealing to those questions we all have inside ourselves. So
0: really... Yeah, that's really well written. Really I a think that, put. I think that he, the biggest point there is that it can cover everything. It's everything. It's God. It's faith. It's aliens. It's who we are, why we're here, all of that sort of stuff. And I think that that's really, you know, well put.
1: Yeah, and I also will give a shout out here to, again, someone that has like... Kept the, our little tumbleweed of an email address humming the entire time. Spencer, uh, Spencer Y., has been someone who has been really, you know, sending stuff in each and every week. of some of the most organized feedback that I have ever seen. And Spencer wrote in with his final email to talk about how, you know, much like Lost to Josh Wegler, this is his favorite show of all time warts and all it's very much his jam uh, i can very much tell that with the emails that he sent how meticulous he gets with things and it, it's cool you know it, it's cool for me to engage with a show that i have never seen before and get to, like, yeah, it's like it's not and, your lost yeah, and get to run <laughs> into so many people like you like spencer like vivachi who absolutely love the show and then fall in love with it as well granted it was you know a more immediate love, or I guess a more fast paced love uh, over, as opposed to, you know, having to watch over nine years, but thank you all for joining us on the experience. And especially thank you, Angela. Thank you so much. No, I mean, thank you for, thank you. No, 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 thank you. No,
0: thank you. Take a bow.
1: Oh, thank no, I'll hit my head on the microphone. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah.
0: Um, no, and I think it was, a, thank you for saying that, but I do think it was fun to have you watch something that I've wanted you to watch for years and years and years and finally see, you know, now you'll know
1: what I'm talking about. Yeah, good to see your, I saw your favorite show. I get it, I get the hype. And it's, and it's nice to like access because you fell in love with the show before we had met. So, like, now to get to access something that you know my loved, nerdy
0: past, yeah, and
1: into your nerdy present and perhaps the nerdy future as well.
0: I'm gonna show it to Asher when he's four.
1: Um, well, hopefully, not certain episodes.
0: I'm gonna show him the entirety of the season of, of X Files, especially um, the ones that are scary. Yeah, be like, all right,
1: we're gonna watch that again just yeah. to really burn it into your brain.
0: <laughs> no, I'll wait.
1: Yeah. So uh, besides watching X Files episodes on Loop, Angela, do you have anything going on in terms of podcasts?
0: Oh, that's a good question. I, um, <laughs> good cue. Besides this, I have been guesting on a few things. Mm-hmm. I guested on the Gilded Age Recap podcast most recently, uh, with, um jess and sarah mm-hmm. uh on postal recaps which was really fun yeah you
1: like the gilded age
0: love the gilded age i mean it's right up my alley and mm. i'm going to be on a bridgerton rewatch podcast mm-hmm. soon as well and hopefully into season two uh so yeah yeah we,
1: you got me to watch bridgerton
0: i did i enjoyed it a lot wait did we finish it we did Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is a sh- it's a short season. I mean, so it's only eight like- episodes, so. so it hits you hard real quick, and then it's done. Yeah. It's so are pump, you ready for pump, season two? Real pump
1: and dump. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, I'm pump excited. Pump and
0: dump? I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm excited to check
1: out the coverage as well, coming from the dark walk of Kirsten, Geneva, now you know what Sarah, that means, and too. Sasha. Yeah, I know it as well. So I'm excited to check all that out, as well as the other stuff going on on Post Show Recaps. Some of the stuff I'm doing as well. Of course, The loss Countdown. We're coming back. Josh is now recovering post-surgery so we're continuing with the the countdown you mentioned Robbie Amell Uh, Jess Sterling and I are covering Upload which is releasing on March 11th with season two that's another show that you got very me fun. into you were actually one of the early adopters I, I was think. an
0: early adopter of that it came out on Amazon and I was like oh this looks fun I watched it and I was like this is a great show
1: yeah so, surprisingly yeah so Jess Sterling and I are covering that uh, Jess Lee and I are occasionally covering Star Trek series right now we're going to be coming back with our premiere recap of Star Trek Picard sometime soon which Angela and I actually ended up watching last night Picard yeah it was very fun it was very fun so lots of other things and assuming much more on the horizon for myself and Post Show Recaps in general. Lastly, again, I just want to thank you all. These rewatch projects, you never know what can happen with them. And I don't know if the people joining us were ones that were diehard fans of the X-Files, people who were experiencing it for the first time like me, Fairweather fans, or somewhere in between. But we are appreciative of every single ear that lends a listen to our ramblings. It is truly, truly appreciated. And again, special thanks to people like Vivachi, to Spencer Y, to Brendan Fitzpatrick, who was one of the big people to really put this on the table, who helped send us like his own truncated list of episodes to watch to help curate the list that i ultimately engaged with i'm excited to continue my journey with the x-files you know just because it's not on mic doesn't mean that it is the end so that being said this is the end of this podcast thank you all so much for listening i'm sure angela and i will be back at some point If, if you miss us in our ears and you're a fan of the lord of the rings We did a podcast a little while back. We're here. Yeah, we did a podcast a little while back uh, talking about the trailer for The Rings of Power, the new Amazon Prime series, and sort of recapping what we know so far and certainly more coverage of that to come in the next six months once that series comes about. But until then, and the other random podcasts that come out, thank you all so much for listening. For the last time, case closed.